Hey, what's up, you spooky bitch? Welcome to another episode of Aaron the Bland podcast with your favorite final boy. You get me and just me again this weekend. So I apologize in advance if you wanted someone on here, but it's just going to be my voice and my annoying voice only. I will be having guests on the next couple of episodes, so you can tune in during that time frame, of course, if you would like to listen to someone else besides me ranting about everything horror. But of course, you're here possibly for me, I'm hoping. If you're not, then it's okay. I, I get it. Nonetheless, how was everyone's weekend? I hope it was fun. Did you guys do anything spontaneous? I personally did not. I just went swimming and that's literally all I did. So nothing too great there. If you're listening during the week, of course, I hope your week is going well and it's not a drag. I sadly work all the way till Saturday, so I only have one day off, unfortunately, which fucking sucks. But I do have something very important, I would say, on Friday morning. So hopefully I'm just just keep your fingers crossed for me that it's just going to push me into a different position. And hopefully that would be something that I would be able to do. And I'm just hoping for the absolute best. So here's for me studying and here's for me acing all of that so I can progress into something better. I would say. And I just want more money, you know? I was thinking of, of fucking doing OnlyFans, but you know, I'm not I'm not going to get into that realm because I don't want all of this, you know, sexiness on the websites, even though that's really not not what it is on what I would see, but who knows? Maybe someone will pay for it. I, you know, it, it is what it is. But anything else, if you guys want to hit me up on Instagram or anything, let me know what you guys have been doing or what you've been up to, anything horror-related, definitely please let me know. I'm always interested in that. Uh, other than that, is there any like movies that you're super interested in me possibly covering or what I should be watching in the near future? Because I have a long list that I keep on adding to, and it's just going to keep on getting bigger. And unfortunately, I'm going to drown myself in movies, but hey, I, I need to keep on watching them so I can keep on providing episodes. So that's what we're all here for, you know? Other than that, what have I been doing? I've really not been doing much. I have a cruise coming up, which is really fun and I'm really excited for. Uh, at the same time, I'm actually really, really nervous because I don't want it to capsize. But again, that's just me thinking of like the most negative thing out there. And with all things going on in the ocean, I kind of freak out about everything. I was thinking of possibly going scuba diving in Ensenada when I go. But now that I see all these shark attacks, and not that they're in Ensenada, but just shark attacks in general, I'm afraid of the fucking water. I do not want to go in. I don't even want to visit a beach right now because I am a pussy-ass bitch. And it's just something that's not in the cards for me. I just prefer to stay on land and let the sharks do their thing in the, in the water. I'm not going to disturb them as they are swimming around. But hopefully I find something fun to do in Ensenada while I'm out there. Definitely not snorkeling or anything like that within the water. I'm going to be on the cruise the whole time. So hopefully I don't get seasick or shit like that. If you've gone on a cruise and you have any pointers or like tips that I should possibly do or look out for, then please let me know. I'm going to be on Royal Caribbean. So if you've been on there, let me know any type of information. Anything will be feasible. Like I, I need it. I need as much tips as possible. And I feel like I'm going to be really seasick, but hopefully I'm, I won't. 
other than that, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. And to my surprise, I'm actually pretty fucking good. I don't know how I got so good. I think once I pick up on a video game, I tend to be fairly well at it. If I'm interested in it, of course, if it's just not the greatest, then I won't want to play it anymore and I'll just suck at it from here on out. But I think me just practicing at it, I've been doing pretty good. And if you haven't watched The Boys, I highly suggest everyone to watch it. It's really funny and it's a buttload of fun and it's really bloody as well. So it's definitely something up my alley bloody wise. Um, It is a comedic show, which typically I'm not really down for, but it is involving superheroes. Another thing that I'm really not down for. But, you know, it just all intertwines so well. And I think it's because it's really bloody. I find myself loving the show so much. And the story of it is just really well made. So I would say definitely go watch it. But the reason why I brought that up was because they put Starlight in the video game. And I bought her. And now I'm blasting bitches with Starlight, you know? I'm just doing my thing. And you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. So I had to pick Starlight. That's just the way it goes. Another thing that I've been doing, I'm just going to rant for a little bit. Uh, I've been playing Unstable Unicorns once again. So we play in the house and it's just something that whenever we visit, someone is always going to get pissed the fuck off. And maybe it's not the brightest idea to play board games or card games with people that are very competitive. And once we think of certain situations or dilemmas that someone's trying to do like not necessarily cheap but kind of cheap and they don't really want to follow the rules it kind of pisses the other person off so it just gets very heated and it just gets into like a big dilemma so it's just very odd and awkward but it's funny at the same time but the reason why we're playing it is because we've got a nightmare pack and there's just like pennywise like a pennywise unicorn and like a georgie unicorn things like that so i just wanted to bring it up because it has horror icons in it And it has Samara as well from the ring, but they're all unicorn related. So it's super cool. And I just think it's a lot of fun seeing them and like the type of art that they have. I really enjoy that. And of course, I'm dealing with my demon of a dog, Archie. He's just, he's a buttload. Oh my God. He's, he's just a lot. And again, if you have pointers on how to train a puppy, please let me know. I mean, he's already almost seven months and I, I think from here on out, I'm just going to send him to boarding school because he's good, but then he's not. And I'm just trying my best and I get really stressed out to the point where like I kind of want to step away and ball my eyes out. But at the same time, I know I shouldn't be doing that and just tell myself it's going to be okay. And hopefully he will learn from it. So we'll see what this demon boy will be up to. I've also been reading books, so I actually finished a book. If you've listened to Crime Junkies, so if you know who Ashley Flowers is, she's the host of it. She actually made a book. It's called All Good People Here. It's a, I was going to say a true crime mystery, but it's not true crime, but it's a crime and mystery type of novel. And it's a really good story. And it was, it had me on my feet the whole time. I wanted to just know what was happening next. I would finish a chapter and just tell myself, okay, just like one more chapter and like one more chapter. I just wanted to finish it as soon as possible. I actually stopped reading it like halfway through. Um, I don't know why I just stopped reading it, but then I picked it back up because I wanted to start a new book 
And I was like, well, I need to finish this book first. So I finally finished that one. It's a really good book. I kind of want to cover it on the podcast, go deeper into it, just let you guys know all the story. If you wouldn't actually read the book, at least I can tell you about it. And it's a lot of fun. It's, I, it makes me picture a movie in my head and how it would play out. So I think if they did it very well, it could be a really good movie. But at the same time, it just really depends on how it's directed. But the reason why I finished that one was because I wanted to start a new one called Hidden Pictures. Don't really know what it's really much about, but my friend let me know that I should read it. So I'm going to start reading that. And it's basically just about some kid that um, he's being babysat. And the babysitter is just noticing that he's acting really weird and drawing all these different drawings of potential like killer killings, I guess. So I, I don't know. I guess we'll figure out when I finish the book, hopefully by the end of this week. I'm going to start it today, and hopefully you can just let me know on Friday or Saturday that I finished it. I'm hoping I can do that, but we'll see how things go. And last but not least, before I get into the chunk of the actual episode itself, I just wanted to let you guys know about some movies that I am excited for and what I definitely want to watch. So I will be watching Talk to Me by A24. Uh, If you haven't watched the trailer, I would say definitely go watch it. It's kind of as if they're playing the Ouija board, but with a hand instead. So then you hold the hand and you're going to be put under technically for 60 seconds. And who knows what the hell you're going to be saying. But then they pull you back out and it looks just fucking crazy. I would not want to put myself in that situation. And my thoughts of the movie itself already, I'm sure it's going to be really creepy and good. I mean, think anything A24 so far that I've watched is really, really good. So I don't think I'm really going to be upset about it or anything. And if you already watched it, I, I one of my friends actually did watch it supposedly already and he said it's really good so i'm not sure how the hell i think because he gets some early to screen it somewhere so he said it was good i mean why i wasn't invited i don't fucking know but that's fucking rude and if you're hearing this just know that's fucking rude another one i heard a couple of bad things about which i'm pretty upset about but i'm still gonna watch it anyway i'm gonna take my cousin and watch it is insidious the new one I hear like back and forth things like, oh, it's not that great, but of course, to each their own and um, everyone has their own opinions on movies. Once I watch it, I know one of my other friends wants to cover it together so we can deep dive into that. Hopefully I like it because he said he didn't like it and it would be fun to possibly debate about it if possible. I've never actually had a debate about a horror movie. So who knows? I'm always on the same page as the other person, but I think it should be fun to have a little debate, but in a friendly tone, you know, we can be a little bitch here and there. And the last one I would say is The Boogeyman. I've heard that The Boogeyman is better than Insidious, but you let me know if you already watched both of them and you can tell me like, hey, this one's a little better than this one or what what would you rate it? Don't give me any spoilers though because I'm gonna still watch it. So on today's episode, I just wanted to talk about horror movies that involve games. So kind of like Saw in a sense, but I'm not going to be bringing in Saw in this round only because I've talked about it so much and everyone knows Saw as a whole, you know? Like once you think of horror game horror movies and then a game like they want to play a game you're going to think of saw but there is a lot of other games that 
are played in horror movies that I want to bring up, and I think they are a fun watch. So all of these on the list, I think you should at least watch once, and I'm pretty sure a lot of them are kind of cheesy. But at the same time, they're they're just fun. I always say that as long as I'm having fun watching it, and even though it's corny or cheesy or whatever, I call them popcorn movies because I just want to snack on shit and just have like an hour or two of not thinking of anything. I just want to relax, have some snacks, fill my fucking mouth, and go on my day, you know? And I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis of every single movie that I'm going to be bringing up. And if you would like me to actually do a deep dive in any of these movies, please let me know, because then I would definitely talk way more about it. But we'll just go into it. So Truth or Dare 2018. So Olivia's on a college vacation with her friends during spring break. They're having the time of their lives until they stumble upon an ancient cursed game of Truth or Dare in a creepy abandoned church. So the game seems harmless at first. So they basically kind of say like, oh, I dare you to kiss someone or is it true you have a crush on so-and-so, you know? So something like super easy for Truth or Dare. But little do they know that this is no ordinary party game. It's more like a horrifying pact with an evil spirit that loves to mess with their heads. Uh, once they start playing, the dares get increasingly bizarre and dangerous. The truths start to tear people apart. Think of facing your worst fears, revealing dark secrets, and performing acts you would never think to do before. But beware, if you'd lie or refuse a dare, you're gonna fucking die. And it's not gonna be pretty for you. Uh, so soon these friends realize they can't escape this wicked game. It follows them everywhere, so they, it basically pops up at the most unexpected times. And this entity takes on a freakishly grinning appearance and it's just smiling at you, like, very wide. I don't think anyone can possibly achieve that type of grin if they really wanted to. But I feel like I would be fucking terrified. And that they are, so it's going to feed on their terror. And this demon wants to play and it will make you do or say anything to get what it wants. The stakes are definitely high and lives are on the line as they try to outwit the cursed game. As the truths get uglier and the dares more deadly, tensions rise and friendships are tested. When it seems that there is no way out of this and exposed... When it seems that there is no way out of this game, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The friends discover a way to break the curse, unravel the mystery behind the origin of the game, and expose its dark secrets. It's easier said than done though, right? Will Olivia and her gang find a way to survive the horror and put an end to this curse game once and for all? Or will they fall victim to the demon's devilish tricks? I, I mean, what do you guys think? I, I think, truth or dare, what, just think of like your basic college kid like endeavor and they're gonna just get into some stupid shit and they get into the wrong shit and now your life is on the line so that's basically all that's going to happen it does star lucy hale and the guy from teen wolf i always forget his name but i mean the cast is you know they're cool and anything i i would say with lucy hale i always want to watch except for um the pretty little liars i'm not gonna watch that but everything else i always want to root for her because i think she's so gorgeous oh tyler posey is the guy from teen wolf i don't know why i was not thinking of his name yeah so i would say definitely watch truth or dare and tell me which unless you guys already watched it let me know what you think i know it's kind of cheesy and it's not the greatest but again it is a game played in horror all right so the next one i put down was circle 
and that came out in 2015. I remember I watched this on Netflix. I just randomly put it on because it looked interesting. Not sure if it's still on there. I mean, it possibly might be, but it's, yeah. I mean, I'll just give you the quick synopsis of this one as well. So Fit These Strangers, they all range from kids to elders. So when I say kid, the youngest one is, she looks like she's nine, I would say. So yeah, they're ranging from kids to elders. They wake trapped in a mysterious dark room and they're standing in red circles. So they're in an odd competition that no one signed up for with no way out for death, it seems. So they're in an odd competition that no one definitely signed up for, but the only way out is basically dying. So every few minutes, a deadly countdown time appears, forcing them to make a terrible choice. The decision isn't made by a fancy voting system. It's deciding by the power of groupthink. When I say groupthink, uh, people are deciding on an individual person and the one with the most votes is out. They have to strategize from alliances and manipulate each other to avoid getting zapped out of existence. The game's called Circle, and it is putting everyone to the test. With each nerve-wrecking round, they're forced to confront their prejudices, fears, and secrets. It is as if you're playing the voting game, but with a more permanent choice. So if you haven't played the voting game, it's just a card game, and you just play with friends, and you, you choose a card, you read it aloud, and then everyone votes um, secretly. And then the person that got the most votes keeps the card. So basically, that's what it is. But you're going to end up dying if you are the one that's chosen with the most individuals. All right. So you can just imagine the tension and the drama and the occasional chaos as alliances form. And they honestly just start to crumble very fucking fast. People just go back and forth with it. And they do not want anything to do with each other at all. So there's no one you can really trust. So who can you trust in this situation? And who's going to be the deciding factor of who lives and dies? Like there's going to be that one person that hasn't voted yet. And there's going to be like two beams that shine on to like two different people. And they're like, you need to choose one or all of them are going to die. Like which one is it going to be? So as the numbers dwindle, the stakes rise higher than ever. Will anyone even make it out alive or will they all fall victim to their own human nature? It's just it's it's fun just watch it it's it's a great show not a show it's a great movie and even though like the ending the twist at the end is just like okay well that's pretty fucked up but you know i think there's just so much innocence in this movie as well at the very end and you just know that someone's just trying to think for like something else once you watch it you'll understand what i'm talking about but yeah, watch Circle in twenty from twenty fifteen. It's it's not that bad. I mean, it's kind of low budget, but hey, it's your typical horror sci fi type of movie, and it's pretty fun. All right, next on the list, I actually put Vile from twenty eleven. I've actually spoken with this movie. It was on the top ten kills, so I would highly suggest you guys to go listen to it. I'll probably plug it in uh, the show notes here. But yeah, watch Vile. It's fucking nuts. And it's deranged and it's just disgusting. It's hostile, but on crack. I, I don't know how else to explain it to you, but I'll give you the quick synopsis of it, of course. And you let me know if you would watch this or not. 
Four friends are setting out on a camping trip and end up stopping at a gas station to fill up. And a stranger ends up walking up to them and she says she needs a ride to her truck since she ran out of gas. So she's basically holding a gas tank and she wants a ride back to her truck. As they got to her truck, she comes back wearing a gas mask and knocks them out with sleeping gas. They all awake in what looks to be an abandoned house with four other people. The wicked host presents them with a nauseating challenge, so they need to collect a special substance that only forms when they inflict serious pain on themselves. It's like an episode of Fear Factor, basically, but with a demonic twist. It's intense, but it's so cringe. I do not like anything going on in this movie at all. It's just too much. I cannot put myself in this situation ever. And the limits of human endurance are pushed to the extreme. This isn't your average survivor show. It's Fear Factor meets Saw with an extra splash of nightmare fuel. You'll be gripping the edge of your seat as these individuals struggle to keep their sanity while facing the darkest of dilemmas. Would you pull your own tooth, suffer third degree burns, or endure unimaginable torment to survive? Just when you think it can't get any crazier or have your whole body squirm, it definitely does. Get ready for a thrilling and gut-wrenching ride in Vile. It's a horrifying game of pain, sacrifice, and survival that'll make you question how far you'd go for your life. In this house of horrors, there are no easy exits or fast passes. Horrible. The torture that all these people have to endure, and there's a specific girl that's in it that she pisses me the fuck off. She is so annoying, and she will do anything to make sure that someone else will get hurt instead of her, and boy, do they fuck her up. All right, so next on my list, I actually put Escape Room from 2019, although it's not really scary or anything and it's not bloody i still put it in because it is still horror-esque and being a part of an escape room that there's literally dire consequences you are going to die i needed to put it into this list and i think again it's still a fun watch so yeah just go watch this one So this movie involves six strangers, each with their own secrets, receive an invitation to the ultimate escape room experience. But this is not your ordinary escape room. They all find themselves in a series of mind-boggling rooms designated to test their wits, teamwork, and nerves. But again, this is not an ordinary escape room, and these rooms are rigged with deadly traps, and you do not want to fail because your life is literally on the line. As they navigate through each diabolical challenge, they start to realize that these rooms are not random. With each room they enter, they realize there is a sinister connection to their past, and they're all in for a reason. The clock's ticking and the adrenaline's pumping as they try to piece together the puzzle, fighting their way through rooms inspired by nightmares. You'll be at the edge of your seat as the characters use their brains, bravery, and a little bit of luck to survive each room. Get ready for plot twists as they uncover the chilling truth behind the game and the sinister master behind this diabolical game. It's a race against time to escape the most dangerous room of all. So get your best problem-solving hat on and prepare for an exhilarating, heart-stopping journey in escape room. It's a puzzle-packed adventure that may have you think twice of doing an escape room. Will they escape or become a part of the game forever? There's only one way to find out. This movie itself just made me not want to do an escape room for quite some time because... I did do another escape room where I had to sign a waiver and it made me feel like I was going to be stuck in there forever. And because they put literally an electric collar on me, it was just, it was fun, but I wouldn't do that one again. It made me really anxious and my adrenaline was definitely pumping. I had that adrenaline sweat. If I was in the escape room for 2019, I would possibly die. 
and I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. That's why I'm just giving you guys synopsis of it. And I wrote everything out. I just wanted to let everyone know what the whole plot was itself. I just want everyone to get a feel of it before they watch it itself and just say, hey, maybe I'll watch this or maybe I won't watch it. All right, so on to The Hunt. So this one came out in 2020, and this one deals with a group of strangers that are kidnapped and wake up in the middle of nowhere. So we are introduced to a handful of characters, and Crystal is our main protagonist. She's definitely badass, to say the least, and determined to outwit her pursuers and survive this deadly game of cat and mouse. But there is a twist. These ruthless hunters are a bunch of elitist, snobby villains who think they're doing the world a favor by taking out quote-unquote deplorables. And the action is fast paced and the stakes are definitely high because your life is literally on the line. It's not just about the mayhem, it's a lot about survival of the fittest against a twisted system. So you are going to have a great time. And it, it pokes holes at like political parties as well. So you can laugh on both sides, whichever one you affiliate yourself with. So I think it's just a really big fun time. All right, so I have five movies left to let you guys know about. So the next one is The Platform from 2019. Uh, we follow Garing, who volunteers to be a part of a bizarre situation. He's about to become part of The Hole. Like, that's basically what it is, because it is in Spanish, and it is called The Hole, but in Spanish, uh, which is basically an alternative to a prison sentence or to escape society, gain something after the a lot of time, or quit addiction, basically. Uh, there is an individual that is in there because I think she wants, she's in like stage four cancer or something. So she volunteered to go inside there. Uh, this is not your traditional AA meeting though, or holding. So there is 334 levels and there is a giant platform loaded with delicious food at the top. The inhabitants move cells once a month as a platform descends. Each level gets a meager amount of leftovers. And by the time it reaches to the bottom, it's just scraps basically. Or whatever people did to it prior to them like people would literally piss on it and it's just not something that you would really want to be a part of i don't know how you would want to volunteer for this that being said you definitely do not want to be in the last levels not even halfway down so as goring and his unpredicted cellmate traverse the tower they encounter a cast of characters that one will most likely not want to deal with this twisted tower mirrors society's flaws and the consequences of our selfishness. It's a gourmet critique of inequality, power, and human nature. It is a brutal survival drama and emotional roller coaster that'll leave you wishing you were never in this situation. It's a buffet of thrills and definitely a table of terror. People will literally go cannibalistic in here. They will jump off the platform because they do not want to deal with it anymore. It's that fucking crazy. And it is in Spanish. So if, of course, if you want to listen to it in Spanish and then just read it subtitles, um, or unless you actually speak Spanish or understand Spanish, then I would say just watch it without the subtitles. Yeah, but it's fun to watch. It's definitely a crazy roller coaster for sure. I would say something I would not want to be put apart into. I would not want to volunteer ever, even if I wanted to escape society. Don't even think that that's something I would, yeah, not even in a million years, I would not think of this whatsoever. All right, so the next one I know a lot of people like. And when I actually put the question up on Instagram, a lot of people put this movie and it's Would You Rather from 2012. Um, this stars Britney Snow. Everyone, I would say, knows Britney Snow. I love Britney Snow, especially in X. She's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I just rewatched X not that long ago and I was like, I just fell in love once again. 
But in this psychological thriller, we follow Iris attempting to pay for her brother's leukemia treatment. Uh, with so many bills and debts owed, she feels like there's no way out and time is ticking for sure. A doctor ends up introducing Iris to a wealthy individual who offers her a deal. She will need to go to his house and play a game. If she wins, he will provide her money to pay for her brother's treatment and even more. I mean, it sounds definitely easy enough, but of course, this is definitely too good to be true. She visits the mansions of the wealthy man and is introduced to a group of desperate individuals enticed by the promise of life-changing money. They are then told the game they will be playing. They are not playing a game of sorry or monopoly, though, but instead they are playing a game of would you rather. So, you know, would you rather do this or would you rather do that? something pretty simple it actually starts off really simple as well having like a vegetarian eat meat for ten thousand dollars or have a recovering alcoholic drink a bottle of scotch for fifty thousand dollars i mean of course in their eye like that's something pretty difficult to do but it definitely beats what is going to happen and it's not gonna be fun so the decisions start to get well definitely deadly and it is revealed that this will not be a simple game of would you rather. So tensions definitely start to rise. People start to turn on each other very quickly. And the end goal for them all is to win the big prize. So there is no reverse action. There's no skip a button. It's definitely the ultimate test. And would you rather play this game for the promise of life changing money or stay home and live your life thinking what if you won? A lot to take in for that one. And it's a lot of fun. There was a couple of them that were on my next list, so that's where they're like towards my the end of my list. But it would be Stay Alive. So if you haven't watched that one, that one is from 2006. I was in sixth grade when this came out, and I wanted to watch it because Frankie Muniz was in it. And I was like, I'm going to watch it because he's in it. And I loved Malcolm in the Middle. So I was like, I need to watch anything with Frankie Muniz. And I grew up watching him. So we meet our group of teens who stumble upon a mysterious and creepy video game called Stay Alive. It is all fun and games until they realize that when you play, you don't just control the game. The game will end up controlling you. And as they embark on this thrilling virtual journey, they realize that the game's deaths are way too real for comfort. They have entered the darkest corners of the internet, and there is no cheat code or extra lives that can save them. The game's gruesome murders start to mimic their worst nightmares, turning their gaming session into a terrifying survival mission. This movie has jump scares, an airy atmosphere, and everything in between. These group of teens are in this together, fighting to literally stay alive and crack the code behind the curse game. As they delve deeper into the game's dark secrets, they must confront their deepest fears and darkest regrets. As they untangle the mysteries, they find themselves questioning what's real and what's just a sinister illusion. A lot of... <laughs> I, I love video games, for sure, and it's just something that... It's like a pastime of mine, and I'm just going to be playing video games until probably the day I die. If I were to stumble upon a game like this, and knowing that how I die in the game, I may die the same way, it, it's not going to be great for me, especially for the games that I fucking play a lot. And just thinking of like the different ways that every like character dies in these video games, I, I don't want to be a part of that. I, I want to be good outside of virtual reality and be in my own comfort space okay all right so on to the last two i put in the belko experiment i know it's not horror s but it does give me purge vibes and this one's from 2016. so imagine you just got an amazing position for a million dollar corporation you have a great salary an awesome job title and the schedule is honestly great but what if they tell you that to finish your hiring process, you need a tracking device implanted in your school prior to starting this too good to be true position? 
Well, our character Mike and other co-workers opt into it and start at the Belco Industries. We meet a huge cast of characters ranging from all different backgrounds. Little do they know, this is no ordinary day at the office. Suddenly, the building starts to get locked down and a mysterious voice blares over the intercom, demanding they play a twisted game of survival. In a shocking turn of events, they're told they must kill each other to survive. As alliances form and office rivalries intensify, they're forced to make heart-wrenching choices. Expect epic showdowns, surprising alliances, and a few oh-my-fucking-god moments. It's intense. This movie is bloody, will have you pissed off in a good way, and rooting for so many different people to make it out. You're going to have so many characters that you want to escape so badly. I'm not going to tell you what happens. Just go fucking watch it. And... I don't even want to tell you the ending. So I, I want to tell you like how, like who or what happens, but it's just going to ruin it. And I'd rather not have that happen for you guys. Just go watch it. Me working in an office setting, thinking if this were to ever happen to me, I'm so sorry, my coworkers. If you're listening to this and you are my coworker, I love you. That's, that's all you got to know. That's it. <laughs> all right. So the last one I want to put down is ready or not. And Samara Weaving, my girl, my gal, I I love her very much. She is amazing in this movie. I love her yodeling screams. It's just fantastic. This movie came out in 2019. And basically, it's following a newlywed, or she's going to be newlywed. So Grace has it all. She has the looks. She has an amazing personality for sure. And now she's going to be set to marry into a wealthy family. But there is a slight catch before she can officially join the family. The family has a ritual to complete, and that is for them to all play a game. So Grace draws the dreaded hide-and-seek card and will literally need to hide for her life. The family hunts her down with guns, crossbows, and other weapons as Grace dashes through the mansion. She will need to outwit her eccentric and trigger-happy in-laws. The family is not just playing for fun. There is literally a dark secret behind their murderous game. It's basically satanic. (laughs) And I don't want to give you much more information than that. But as the plot thickens, truth are definitely revealed. And I'm sure you'll be on the edge of your seat rooting for Grace to make it till dawn. You want her to live and you do not want to see her go down. So I don't want to let you know what happens. I don't want to let you know the twist at the end. Just please watch this movie. It, you're you're going to have a great time. I forced two people to go watch it with me thinking that they were saying that it's going to be such a stupid movie and they came out loving it. So I would say watch it. This is why I was at the very end of my list because it's something that I really enjoy and I always revisit. I actually want to revisit it pretty soon again because I want to cover it on the podcast. So that's my list of 10 games in horror. And if you have any other ones, you can definitely let me know which ones I missed out. I know I've missed a good amount of that. Anywho, if you like the list, if you actually watched any of these movies, you can let me know your ratings on them. Um, which ones did you like? Which ones did you dislike? Again, I just wanted to give you guys, everyone, a quick synopsis of the movie itself for people that actually did not watch any of these movies. I want to kind of grasp you and let you know like what's going on. So as I was writing these down and just like trying to hook you in, I just wanted to really hook you in to the movie itself. So let me know if you guys watch any of these movies and which ones you liked and disliked. But until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a great day and stay spooky.